But the four men in 6 Kings 16 did not stop for any of these. They stopped only for murder. It was Friday, May 1st. B-Watch was the emergency mobilization designation for Night Watch, a 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. shift. Bosch and Edgar had the back seat, while officers Robledo and Delwyn had the front. Delwyn, in the passenger seat, held his shotgun across his lap and angled up, its muzzle poking through the open window. They were rolling to a dead body found in an alley off Crenshaw Boulevard. The call had been relayed to the Emergency Communication Center by the California National Guard, which had been deployed in the city during the state of emergency. It was only 10.30, and the calls were stacking up. King 16 had already handled a homicide call since coming on shift. A looter shot dead in the doorway of a discount shoe store. The shooter had been the store's owner. That crime scene was contained within the premises of the business, which had allowed Bosch and Edgar to work with relative safety. Robledo and Delwyn posted with shotguns and full riot gear on the sidewalk out front, and that also gave the detectives time to collect evidence, sketch the crime scene, and take their own photos. They recorded the statement of the store owner and watched the videotape from the business's surveillance camera. It showed the looter using an aluminum softball bat to smash through the glass door of the store. The man then ducked in through the jagged opening he had created and was promptly shot twice by the store owner, who was hiding behind the cash counter and waiting. Because the coroner's office was overrun with more death calls than it could handle, the body was removed from the store by paramedics and transported to County USC Medical Center. It would be held there until things calmed down, if they ever did, and the coroner caught up with the work. As far as the shooter went, Bosch and Edgar made no arrest. Whether it was self-defense or murder while lying in wait, the DA's office would make the call later. It was not the right way to proceed, but it would have to do. In the chaos of the moment, the mission was simple. Preserve the evidence— document the scene as well and as fast as possible, and collect the dead. Get in and get out and do it safely. The real investigation would come later. Maybe. As they drove south on Crenshaw, they passed occasional crowds of people, mostly young men gathered on corners or roving in packs. At Crenshaw and Slauson, a group flying Crips colors jeered as the patrol car moved by at high speed without siren or flashing lights. Bottles and rocks were thrown, but the car moved too fast and the missiles fell harmlessly behind it. We'll be back, motherfuckers! Don't you worry! It was Robledo who had called out, and Bosch had to assume he was speaking metaphorically. The young patrolman's threat was as hollow as the department's response had been once the verdicts were read on live TV Wednesday afternoon. Robledo, behind the wheel, only began to slow as they approached a blockade of National Guard vehicles and soldiers. The strategy drawn up the day before with the arrival of the Guard was to take back control of the major intersections in South L.A. and then move outward eventually containing all trouble spots. They were less than a mile from one of those key intersections, Crenshaw and Florence, and the guard troops and vehicles were already spread up and down Crenshaw for blocks. 
As he pulled up to the barricade at 62nd Street, Robledo lowered his window. A guardsman with sergeant stripes came to the door and leaned down to look at the car's occupants. Sergeant Burston, San Luis Obispo, what can I do for you fellows? Homicide, Robledo said. He hooked a thumb toward Bosch and Edgar in the back. Burston straightened up and made an arm motion so that a path could be cleared and they could be let through. Okay, he said. She's in the alley on the east side between 66th Place and 67th Street. Go on through and my guys will show you. We'll form a tight perimeter and watch the roof lines. We've had unconfirmed reports of sniper fire in the neighborhood. Robledo put his window back up as he drove through. My guys, he said, mimicking Burston's voice. That guy's probably a school teacher or something back in the real world. I heard that none of these guys they brought in are even from L.A.